All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. Uh, this week, we are recapping the British Open. Congrats to Cam Smith uh, for his first major victory at St. Andrews. Pretty awesome stuff with a 30 on the back nine. Uh, disappointing for Rory, another close call, another top God, three or top five or top ten in the major this year. I mean, he's played so well, just can't exactly get it done. Uh, also, Dusty is going to join us, and he's going to give us our picks for the 3M. And, yeah, it's a great pod, so I hope you guys enjoy, and we will see you next week. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. I am joined by Rosie and Dusty. Welcome to the pod, Dusty. What's Mr. Up, Sticks Picks. Mr. Sticks Picks, yeah. Mr. Uh, Sticks Picks. Dusty did pretty good last week, won me a little money. Yeah, happy to be back. I've, I've been on a roll a little bit here. Uh, um, Kevin Streelman a couple of weeks ago at the Barbasol there. I had him That was nice. Week. He finished second, and then... Yeah. Uh, Hit my two big, uh, my five unit and three unit bets last week as well. So yeah, and you I'm, like I'm barely missed the parlay too. You like barely missed it. Yeah, it was just one guy. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, just just missed it. So um, yeah, we're uh, we're rolling right in the yeah. summer and and ready to rock. So I got some. I'm feeling good. I love. The, I think you know these these like opposite of field or whatever opposite field events or weaker events. Yeah. Um, it always seemed the value is always way better than like mm. the. When all the you know when the top forty guys are playing, you're like it's sort of a crapshoot for. All right, well I could pick Shoffley because he's been on a fucking heater, or I could pick you know you know it's just like it's hard to find the value where this week where it's a weaker field and and there's some different guys. Whatever I could go on and on, but um, yeah, I, I love the boards, but I know we're gonna uh, no we're gonna talk about a little yeah, British so, here before we get to it. Absolutely, yeah. Everybody stick around. We're gonna talk some Open Championship, but then we'll. Uh... Reveal your 3M open picks at the end. Yes, sir. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, should we get uh, the big cat out of the way? What do we think about Tigers two days at the open? I mean, it was disappointing. I mean, that's kind of the, that's <laughs> just disappointing. I, I don't know what else to say. I was just like, I really wish you would have made the cut. Um, it just didn't look that difficult for other people. And it looked pretty damn difficult for Tiger. Yeah, the, div- the divot on one and one hopping it into the burn to start the week was uh was tough to watch and it turned out to be a bad omen for the for the rest of the 35 holes he played um i think what sucks is it, it didn't look like he was having any physical struggle getting around it was just poor golf which is what i thought was not going to happen i i thought at least the golf was going to be good and if like he got had some issues like walking around, like that's one thing. But I did not, I did not foresee that to be the issue. No doubt. Yeah, I, I mean, I I sort of agree with the physical stuff, but you watch him walk and how he's just so stiff and upright. I mean, it looks like a guy that's had ten surgeries. You know, mm-hmm. like you watch Cameron Smith swing and Rory swing, and you're just like, man, it's so fluid. There's no holdback, and yeah, Tiger yeah. just going through it just looks so 
tight and it looks hard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it sucks. It sucks to see it. I mean, our generation, gosh, like, of course we want them to make some noise on Sunday, but like the reality of that is just seems to be getting so low every week. So I don't know, hard, hard to see, but not unexpected, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you think about what he accomplished at the masters, um, I mean, I think there's still hope, right? Like obviously the next two events, the PGA and the open championship didn't go the way we thought they would, but he did what he did at Augusta. I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't count him out for the future. I still think we'll see him contend at some point again. I just think he just had a bad week. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I, again, I really thought this was going to be the week that like his ball striking and his like ability to work the golf ball was going to kind of put him at least in the conversation moving forward. There aren't that many golf courses that set up better for tiger than St. Andrews. Sure. So I, I I'll play devil's advocate there and I don't know, man, I think we might be watching (laughs) him leave. We might be watching him walk out the door, but we said that before 2019 when he won the Masters. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to like count him out. Right. But like so hard, but like, if you look at his, it's really, if you look at all of his short game stats there, he's dead last almost every week he plays like his putting and his chip is just horrible. So he, you know, he, he's got to figure that out. And, and maybe that's like playing a lot more, but he's not going to play that much more. He can only play X amount of events per year. So that I mean, short game stuff is a big, big red flag for me. I mean, his leg looks like a burn victim. I mean, it's, it's, it's gnarly. I mean, like it it does like it not trying to be a dick, but like it does. And what can you do with that? So it's like, it's like, it's like half the size of his right leg. It's so much skinnier. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, it looks yeah. like when you, you know, you have a cast on for a really long time and you're like, yeah. like atrophies and it's like way smaller. That, like, that's what it looks like, which is gives me the heebie jeebies, but whatever. Well, um, uh, we'll, we'll get to, we'll certainly get to the drama on Sunday, Cam and Rory and all that, but just a quick touch on watching St. Andrews and how much fun it was for the last four days. Um, you know, I think, I think one thing I found was interesting. I actually thought the course held up pretty well. We were talking about, you know, is it going to get absolutely torched? And some might say 20 under. Yeah, it got torched. But I would say it actually held up pretty well, well enough, considering that we didn't have any wet, like serious weather. Right. No. I mean, you, you throw some serious wind in there, some some um, downpours and things like that. And you could automatically see that score coming back to like 10, 12 under. So for perfect weather, for it to hold up to 20 under with really, you know, you look at those top three guys, I think it was. Um, you know, with Rory at 18, I think the next person was like 14 under. So it wasn't like there was a million guys shooting 20 under part, right? You yeah. had three guys that really stood out above the rest. And, um, you know, one thing to keep in mind there, I saw something cool where someone did like an evaluation based on the, um, how firm it is and how much rollout you get the effective distance of St. Andrews, you know, it tips out to like 7,200, but the effective distance is 6,400 yards. If you were yeah. to sort of take out all the run out they're getting. So. The fact that, you know, if you, if we took a tour event to a 6,400 yard course, we would expect them to shoot 35 under. So it does hold up pretty well when you think about it in those terms, I think. Yeah. And then the nice thing was, is that like, yes, there are very gettable holes that, you know, most of the field made birdie on, but then there's also holes like 17 that played as a par five. Yeah. It was a legitimate par five. Yeah. For like most of the field. So no doubt. 
you know, it's just, it, it, yeah, it's got its, it's got its, you know, it's got its good and it's bad. So I, I, I think it played great for sure. And it has the, the typical links charm, the thing we all love to watch, which is the bounce and roll out. I think one thing that's cool is, you know, hole outs from the fairway or the rough, you get to see the ball bounce 30, 40 feet short and just roll and roll and roll and come into the, to the whole, you know, front ways. Whereas so many hole outs we see on tour, just kind of hitting onto a soft green and sucking back in or coming in the side door. But um, it's cool to watch, you know, like Hovland came out of the rough at one time and it rolled out about 30 feet right into the, right into the cup. So I think, I think it's just kind of fun to see some, you know, see that different style of play. Same thing with Shane Lowry going two, two. Oh yeah. It's just like hooped it and then hooped it again. (laughs) So sick. And also the, the double greens, you know, allow for some crazy 80, 90, hundred foot putts that you get to see. Yeah. Great highlights there as well. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Rosie. Like we got what we wanted just from a like TV viewing perspective right like i i was watching last night the rerun and i think rory putted on it was number six maybe from like 50 yards short of the green and it was just like so cool like never do that anywhere else except no. for st andrews or over there at uh one of those courses so cool to really see and and like who cares about the score right like we got the like the golf yeah. played the golf course played exactly how all the viewers wanted it and i think like how the players wanted it to play mm-hmm. too um, so pretty cool. Yeah. Every, everybody except Maddie Fitz. Uh, Fitzpatrick yeah. <laughs> has a, has a, he's showing a tendency to really kind of go against the grain. I, I got to admire him for not being afraid to voice his opinion, I, but I, I missed this. Somebody, someone explain. He just said he, he thought he didn't think it was a good setup. He said it was goofy. He said the pins, he said the course has no defense. So they have to trick up the pin locations. Um, and he might have, you know, he, I mean, he has a point. I mean, he, he's the one out there, right? We're just watching on TV, but yeah. he was the only one saying that. And I think I would just say to him, well, yeah, the pins are in tricky places. That is, yes, that is the defense. St. Andrews the is. Like, uh, I mean, is. And, 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 you know, you adapt, you adjust and embrace it. And he seems to be the one guy that kind of didn't. Yeah, that feels like an excuse for a guy that didn't play very well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he came in twenty first. I mean, he shot yeah, yeah. under par, but like, you know, yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I do appreciate when someone's willing to go out there and voice a dissenting opinion. I mean, it's fun to hear a different perspective, even if you don't agree with it. So, yeah. good for him for being honest. Um, one little side note: uh, this is kind of cool, and we'll get into uh, what actually happened on Sunday, but. I uh, had to had to run out for a bit. I was in the car for about 30, 40 minutes, um, about midway through the back nine on Sunday. And I turned on like the open championship radio through the website, just like streamed it into my car. And it was actually like so sick. It was like two or three British ladies, two or three British guys giving us the action, talking golf on radio. And they're British, right? So they automatically have that sort of more eloquent way to talk about the game and it's on radio. So they're extra descriptive. I, I was like, dude, this is amazing. Like when I got home, I almost wanted to just mute the TV and listen to those people. It might be a life hack. That might be, that might be a hack to the British open. Um, awesome. Well, definitely listening to the, or watching the uh, sky sports feed is way better than watching mm. the, uh, oh, by the peacock or what NBC or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By far, by far. Yeah. And right. without, we'll stay, we'll, we'll stay yeah. with Dustin as he tidies up this for Paul. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so pleasant to listen to. Um, anybody really disappoint you guys this week? Well, I said 
if you oh, remember. By the way, uh, uh, by the way uh, our bet, who picked Cam Smith last week? Me. Did you? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> when, we, when we all picked. Who did I pick? Uh, oh, not, I picked. Not I picked, Cam Smith. I picked so, JT and who did Trey pick? I can't remember. Trey picked Tommy Fleetwood. So you have officially lost. I got to buy another round. Oh, well. Oh, beer's on the old man. It's a good thing. I like buying beer for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, I'll go against the grain a little bit here, Tom. Uh, disappointment. Uh, Rory. That yeah. was super disappointing, dude. I mean, yeah. just like it just felt like it was his and like the moment and everything like everything was coming together perfectly. And and for him to just not get it done on the back nine there was super. I, I was rooting for him. I think most people were rooting for him. And um, to just sort of watch it. To, I mean, obviously, you know, the question is, right, like did Cam win or did Rory lose? And it's sort That's of one way or the other. But like, I- yeah, what do you think? I, I, so I have to say, I think that Cam won. You can't shoot 30 on the back nine of a major and say, right. oh, I didn't go out and win. But also, like, Rory had every chance to either at least match that score or or win, beat that score, especially on the back nine. So, I mean, I, it's, I think it's a little bit of both, which is kind of a cop-out to the question. But I, I think that's the only way you can answer it because you can't shoot 30 on the back and then tell, tell that same guy, oh, yeah, you were handed the trophy. Like, no, you can't do that. So I have actually been pretty tough on Rory this year. I, 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 I think it was after the PGA or something. I, I, I said to you, you and uh, Trey, Tom, I said, I'm just disappointed that he just doesn't ever bring his best stuff on the weekends, right? Um, I'm going to kind of go the other way this time and say, you know, the guy had a clean card. He didn't make a bogey all day. Yes, he had a conservative game plan, but he had a lead and it took Cam's 64 to beat him. And I would just say, look, I think it was just a case of he gave himself a ton of chances and he put the ball on the correct side of the hole and just nothing freaking dropped. And at the same time, everything dropped for Cam. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there, I'm sure it was, no, it wasn't a perfect flawless round of golf. And maybe he is second guessing some of his decisions. Maybe he could have been a little bit more aggressive at times, but you know, you go out with a lead and you make no bogeys and you give yourself 18 greens. I mean, he just didn't put just didn't make just it. Didn't, 30, 36 putts guys. I mean, that's yeah. insane. And, and you yeah. could say, look, you got to find a way to drop some of those. Yeah. Like I get that argument of it too, but he certainly in my mind didn't choke it. He didn't lose it. Cam, Cam, Cam put the hammer down and, and he went out there and took it. And that was just an unbelievable display of putting crazy. I mean, the, there was that, that great meme of just the hole being the size of like a <laughs> And he's putting into it and getting the ball out. That's phenomenal. But also, I just before we move on from Rory, I just want to make sure that we get this in. I saw an awesome stat. I'm sure you guys did too. That Rory McIlroy in the majors beat 97.3% of the field in all of the majors and didn't win one. He right. was second at the Masters. He was eighth at the PGA, tied for fifth at the U.S. Open, and third at the British Open. Wow. And he beat 97.3% of the field in majors this year. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That's crazy. That's, Um, yeah. And you can only imagine now, you know, 
we already have huge Rory hype going into every Masters, right? Because it's the chance to complete the career Grand Slam. And now after this year and that Sunday at St. Andrews, the Rory hype going into Augusta is going to be off so the high. charts. So high. Probably too high for anyone. Yeah. I'm going to say <laughs> it right any- now. I'm going to say it right now. He ain't winning. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> nope. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I got to throw out a cam stat too. I know he putted great, obviously the last day, but on Friday I saw a stat he made, I think it was 250 some feet of putts. It was the best putting round ever recorded since they've done strokes gain putting. And it came out to, he would have made a 14 footer per hole. That's that. That's what the numbers came out to is putting on Friday. That that's not even Sunday. So like just an insane week on the greens. He was plus. I think he was plus eleven point six or almost plus twelve um, strokes game putting for the week, which is an insane number. That's um, a- and, and that's you know that's why he won, obviously. Yeah. But uh, just crazy stats for him on the greens all week, and it wasn't just Sunday. Like he 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 was just making it from everywhere all week. Um, so pretty cool. Yeah. He was also, Cam was the first to ever, there were a bunch of, it seemed like he broke a bunch of kind of random stats. And of course he tied the the major record at 20 under, um, what was it? Um, first to ever have two rounds of 64 or lower, uh, major in a major. And, I, I really liked one quote that he came up with uh, after the round. They asked, you know, hey, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he went 64, 73, 64. What happened on Saturday? And he said, he said, I don't know, mate. I would just chalk that up to Lynx Golf. I played pretty damn good. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Like, yeah, like sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce your way. And that's that's the whole deal, right? Like you, 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 take, you take your lumps. You accept that it's not always going to bounce your way. And you keep playing, stick to your game plan, keep playing. And here we go. Another 64 on Sunday. So I thought that was really cool. Also have to thank him for answering the question that we've all been asking, which is how many beers fit (laughs) in the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, Claret jug. Claret jug. And it's called two. It's been a long fucking day, Rosie. Okay. (laughs) Give me a break. (laughs) Um, yeah, he said, um, so I'm going to have about 20 Claire jugs tonight, I figure. Yeah. That, that, was, that was so prime. So prime. I love that. Yeah. You, we're get, uh, all right. So we're giving a lot of love to Cam Smith. I, mm-hmm. I got to bring it up, though. You know, the guy asked him after after he won about the live tour, and he sort of gave a non-denial denial. He's going. Yeah, he's going. And, he's going. You know, it's, it's hard to – it's hard to – I don't know. It just – I'm such a purist and I'm rooting for the PJ tour and, and I yeah. understand why guys are going blah, blah. I know you guys talk about it a lot and we don't need to get into it, but um, really an interesting dynamic for the British open winner, mm-hmm. you know, to, to basically be known to be going to the live tour, which feels odd. It just yeah. feels weird for the game to yeah. win the 150th British open, this huge event at St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. And then now he's going to jump to this, rival tour just Mm -hmm. it it sort of rubs me the wrong way i don't know uh i don't know about you guys what you think about it but um, yeah it was it was interesting he 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 was very defensive almost abrasive to the to the reporter who asked it and to be fair i don't know that the reporter i don't know that that was the best time to bring it up um 
I'm going to, it was not yeah. the best time to bring it up. What do you, what do you mean? It, I think that's ridiculous to even ask that question at that point in time. As a reporter though. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Sure. But, no, <laughs> well, overall, I agree. It probably wasn't the best, but um, I tell you, it's very significant, right? Because yes, the live tour already has made some splashes. They have some incredibly marquee players like Phil and DJ and Lee Westwood and stuff, but this is the first <laughs> Tom's laughing at Lee Westwood. Well, you know, well-known golfers, right? But this is the first, I mean, he's ranked second in the world guys. And he's, yeah. leading. I don't think they have anyone else in, that was inside. Like DJ was probably the highest ranked outside of that. Well, he not, wasn't even that high. Not to speculate, um, but like Hideki is probably going to go too. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, but yeah, but you know, Cam, will be is whatever the first like truly top of their game top five top 10 golfer in the world that's actually defecting if you will and going over to live so that that's that's significant in and of itself much less the fact that he just won the open championship i think i think um david Faraday gotten into his ear and he's like hey man i'm going so <laughs> you just come on over with me we're gonna make it happen i think that's what happened and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Dusty. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not chastising anybody for taking life-changing money, but at the same time, I am rooting for live to fail. I hope this thing crumbles, blows up somehow. And, uh, hopefully we'll just see a force for change in a, in a positive manner from the PGA tour. Um, or even a different, uh, you know, a different challenger tour. I just, I'm not a fan. And it's not just the South. It's not really just the Saudi involvement. It's kind of like a lot of things the way Liv is doing business that I'm not a fan of. So I don't hate the guys for going, but doesn't mean I have to be a fan of it either. You're not so hating the players. You're just hating the game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll, uh, we'll have plenty of time to talk about Liv here. Oh, coming yeah. up, so um, before we move on to 3M, I want to just shout out Cameron Young because, mm -hmm. dude, he's just so he's so cool and he's so good. Like you make a two on 18 on Sunday at the British Open at St. Andrews. You're fucking awesome. Like you're just a you're a dog like that boy is going to win a lot. I know it hasn't happened yet, but he is going to win a lot because once the first one goes, he's going to go. I, I think I think he's going to go. Yeah. I completely agree. I think actually I mentioned this last time I was on that uh, a buddy of mine, a caddy that I still am close with out there. They played with Cam Young and he's like, look, we've played with Zalatoris and Cam Young and, and I love Zalatoris's game, but Cam Young is the real deal. He's one, just, and it's, he's it's just, exactly yeah. what you said, Tom, like once he gets the first one, I mean, the floodgates could open that guy could win a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, and one other side note there, we were, uh, I was texting with a few Wake Forest buddies and we were saying we never thought Webb Simpson at the age of 36 would be the third best Demon Deacon on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Players champ, US Open champ, and now Cam Young and Zal Torres are really, uh, really taking the, the stage. So pretty cool to see as a, as a Demon Deacon and uh, proud for those guys. But you're right, dude, the Cam Young, fuck, dude. That, I mean, he's the way he drives it and just his demeanor and everything. Mm -hmm. You're right. I, I think once he gets one and clearly like being in contention, PGA, 
British show, he he's gonna he's the real deal. So that's I'm, the word on the street from the caddies anyway. I'm super excited to watch him play for like the next 15 years. I mean, he's yeah, just he's yeah. so good. Yep. So good. Hey Trey. What are we, talk, what are we talking about? That's, uh, <laughs> we are we're talking about up. talking about Sung Jai M. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> no, we're not talking about Sungjae. Don't do that, Dusty. Don't, don't do that. Don't, no, I'm ready. To... Don't give him the satisfaction of thinking that we were talking about that fucker. Don't By you... the way, I took, so Sticks picks, Dustin takes uh, Burns over, over Sungjae. It was looking great early. Then I got worried. Uh, Burns with a 77 on Saturday. So they're e. tied going into Sunday. I'm like, come on, Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> and then Burns closes with a 64 to just absolutely put the hammer down on Sung Jay. You're Love fucking that. right, he did. Whatever. <laughs> You're damn right, he did. Uh, right, well, I didn't. I didn't watch a single shot of the British Open, so all um, right. We, we I, just I, I, I had nothing to contribute. I will definitely listen to learn about what happened. Well, it's good because we are done, and now we're moving on to the 3M. So, Dusty, talk to us about the 3M. Let's go. So, um, yeah, weak field, obviously after the British open, um, a lot of good value, right? I think like when you don't, when there's sort of eight to 10 guys that you feel like can win, then that leaves the next sort of 50 to 60 guys, um, that are really good players, um, that are, have played well in the past, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, I'll just get into it. I know we we're waiting on uh Tali here, so let's go. So, Three picks. I love Ches Reeve. He's my guy this week. He won the Barracuda last week. Super streaky player. Um, he's minus 130 to finish in the top 40. So close to even odds. I'm going to go my big bet five units on him. Um, I've been around like just watching Ches. I caddied a lot in his group. He would play so well in spurts. It was like a four to six week thing for him. And, um, he won last week, T eight at the travelers 27th at, at colonial. He's been playing well. Um, I, I love him. He's, he wasn't overseas. He's his time zones aren't all messed up. I'm going to go with him. Um, I like it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to stick with the, uh, Sungjai M to lose. Uh, I'm going to take the gala, Sahith the gala to beat Sungjai. He's plus 125. Um, so that's great odds. Um, Sungjae, he's uh, missed the cut two of the last three, and he finished 81st last week, basically dead could last. You, could, you at least, could you at least pronounce his name correctly if you're going to just roast <laughs> him? Sungjae. Sungjae. Thank Jay, you. Jai Jai. Huge difference. <laughs> okay, Wait, sorry. Dustin, Dustin. I'm going to call you Dustin. <laughs> Dustin. Is it Sahith or Sahith? It's Sahith. Sahith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, So anyway, Sahith has made his last has made his last eight cuts. Fifth had the brutal loss there at Travelers. Second, sixteenth, thirty fourth last week at the British Open. He's playing well. He beat him last week. I'm going to take him to beat him again this week. Uh, So two units on that. uh, Thigala to beat him. And then my long shot parlay. One of these is going to hit. I think it's going to be this week. I love this one. Uh, Davis Riley. Uh, I'm going to start picking winners every week. Just throw it out there. I think Davis Riley is going to win this week. I love his game. And, and he's right at the tie. He's, he's sort of in the top five or six uh, uh, on odds favorites to win. So I'm going to pick Davis Riley. Anyway, I'm going to throw him in my parlay. Riley, Figala, Maverick McNeely, 
uh, Troy Merritt, who has won me yes. more money than anybody on the PGA Tour. I love tour. that guy. I love that guy. And um, Adam Svensson, who I played a lot of golf with on the e-golf tour, and he's sort of coming into his own uh, right sure. now. So those those five guys to finish in the top 40 um, is plus 1,200, and it's going to hit this week. So gross, let's go. Gross, one one gross, unit on that. Gross. And uh, I'm feeling good. Yeah, we're rolling. I've I've won my yes, sir. This, this is a ball that he used to shoot 61 course record at Harbor Town. I, I standard Barrett in that group. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That is such oh. a random fact. And it's sitting next to the Webb Simpson ball. That's weird. That's pretty that, good. That is weird. Why do you have a Webb Simpson ball? Because I asked Webb Simpson to sign a ball when I was 17. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not okay, Trey. It's not okay at all. <laughs> um yeah so those are the three picks and then i like davis riley to win so nice. there you I go like it. i love yeah. it um chess fest i love the chess review yeah. i love the chess review thing what a, I, I like that a lot that's great that's really he's so, he's so streaky if you look at it, like when he was playing well he always plays well out in the desert west coast that's where he's from yeah and when he gets on rolls out there he just finishes top 20 seems like every week and he's kind of on a roll right now so um i'm gonna go with it do you, do you like anybody to miss the cut yeah so um i had who was i looking at to miss the cut um that's one of my favorite bets in golf is just yeah it's a great actually, bet Fuck that guy. I hope he plays yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, oh, I know who it was. It was Stuart Sink. Um, Stuart, oh. he was like plus 140 to miss the cut, but he's been playing terrible. He played the British Open and missed the cut, and he's coming back over. He's old. He's going to be feeling it. His head's he definitely a, sunburned. Definitely. He's got the weird tan line on in the back. Yeah. yeah no, he's, you know. he's good for an MC. I like that a lot. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. with that. And it's better than it's, it's better than even odds. So if you're going to play a missed cut this week, play Stuart sink to miss the cut. Love Dustin, random question for you about your tour mm-hmm. experiences. Do you ever see yeah. a guy either saying or doing like missing a cut on purpose just so they could go home? Uh, like this like like this like Stuart Singh probably hating his life he's like I've, I committed to this tournament a month ago I don't want to be here I'm going to just go home on Friday yeah I mean like no like obviously no one would ever like say it out loud but um, <laughs> I've I've yeah. watched like Siwoo Kim um, do some really weird things on the back nine of uh, <laughs> 36 holes nice. hitting drivers from just on holes he shouldn't be hitting driver <laughs> par three is just out just trying to uh, play a 165 driver into the back right flag yeah i think it was the year he had won the players and i think we were in like greensboro or something and it was like yeah, i'm out of here yeah uh, nice. so yeah no definitely i've seen some i've seen some weird stuff on i was the, just uh, that was just one my, my brain went when you're like making miscut bets if you could just kind of hear the chatter early in the week like oh yeah like Roy does not want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Like if you've committed to it and you're, yeah, that's sponsors. what I mean. Like some yeah, of the exactly. better players yeah. and yeah. Yeah. We'll see like DJ just missed the cut at Harbor town. Cause he doesn't want to be there to begin with. I'm sure DJ has, <laughs> has purposely missed a cut. <laughs> there's, nice. there's actually no way he hasn't. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about some, oh, no, we got one more. Okay. You yeah, go. I got, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to start and make this a regular thing. You guys know, I love a feel good story and I've, we, we do our little golf clap of the week oh, sometimes. Yes. So yes. I've got, I've got two for this week. So please hold your golf clap till after, till after the two. Um, 
Connor Willett, uh, dad passed away this past mm. week, the day, uh, uh, the day before the Massachusetts AM started, had a conversation with his family. You know, they said, your dad would want you to play, right? So he goes out, he plays 19 years old, wins the Massachusetts AM in match play. Um, so really cool, really cool sentimental story there. And then uh, something we talked about on our USGA preview show, Tom and I, um, for those who haven't heard it, you can go back and find it. The uh, We did a full rundown of all the USGA championships this year and the venues that they're going to. And uh, the first ever U.S. Adaptive Open started the other day at Pinehurst number six. Uh, really cool. It's really neat to see the different players with their different you know, abilities out there uh, playing in a USGA championship. I think it's cool too that that girl uh, Amy Bockerstadt, I think it is, that had that famous um, par with Gary Woodland on the stadium mm, hole in TBC yeah. Scottsdale. She's playing in it, so I, I like. Uh, I would love to see her holding the trophy at the end of it. So, little couple of golf claps for those right there. Couple of great golf claps. Couple of great golf. I, I actually Dan, uh, who was on the round the snake draft, a buddy of ours, been on the pod before. Um, he was super pumped up about Connor. Cause I think, I don't know if he knew him, yeah. he knows some people that did know him, but he was like, dude, I, he was on his phone the whole day, just refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. So it's funny. You said that Rizzi, we just the kid at temple who's from mass and it's one of his best friends. And we were just talking about mm. that at, at the dinner. That was, I, but it made me late for this. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> right. Funny. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, really good tough, story. tough times for that kid, but a really neat story. And, um, hopefully that'll give his, his family some uplifting, um, you know, thanks, thanks during this time. So, really cool. Congrats to Connor. Hell yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, boys, enjoyed it. Thank you, Dusty, for coming on. We are going Absolutely. to over to the round table. So, see you soon. Go, Chaz. Cheers. Mm-hmm.